1: Hello and welcome to the 20th episode of the Pot Up Podcast. I am Matthew Passy. Pot Up is focused on talking to podcasters, potential podcasters, and the folks who create services that support the podcasting community. This week we have a very cool guest, someone who's actually launched and even shuttered a few podcasts on his own. He continues the podcast right now and even runs his own podcast network. Now, this is someone who's certainly not afraid to take chances. Something he talked about in a recent episode of his podcast when he's talking to his co-host about going skydiving.
0: Yeah, I told you the reason, to get get that fear thing, dealing and coping with fear because that's what I think we all deal with in in our regular lives fear of the unknown fear of taking the next step that fear sometimes holds us back and I'll tell you what I I want to be a guy that can deal with fear and think under pressure and maybe that is stupid I don't know but I did it it was the scariest thing I've ever done in my life and I'll tell you what I would probably do it again
1: that is Jonathan Rivera talking on his current show Making Agents Rich which you can find along with some other great shows on his network The Podcast Factory at thepodcastfactory.com He's a real estate veteran and claims to have just a 4 hour work week when it comes to that side of his business So we are talking to a very smart guy who knows exactly how to get things done On today's episode, Jonathan talks about what to keep in mind before you launch a podcast When to pull the plug on something if it's just not working And most importantly, why if you have a passion and drive You can really take a chance and do anything, in particular, launch your own show. So there's some really great advice and wisdom from Jonathan in today's interview. But before we get to that, I want to tell you about where I was this past weekend, the Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference, a.k.a. MapCon. And if you follow me on Twitter you are more than aware of the fact that I was there because I was doing a lot of tweeting there. This is a fantastic event put on by Joe Pardo, and if you want to check out more information, it's podcastmidatlantic.com. It was a one-day affair when all day, Joe had some amazing guests come in for keynote speakers and panels, and there was a podcasting contest, which was a ton of fun. Um, And so it really the The big takeaway from this experience, more than anything else, because don't get me wrong, the information that was being dropped was amazing. I mean, just inspiring and important and creative and helpful information from folks like the School of Podcasting, Dave Jackson. You have the Muppet cast, Steve Swanson, uh, Jeff Bradbury, who runs and does the Teacher Cast Network, uh, she podcast, Jessica Kupferman in there. There was Dr. Anise Mabry, who's a name you you probably aren't familiar with, but you should be. She does a ton of things on advocacy podcasting, and we really hope to get her on the show pretty soon to talk about that. Uh, even even appendipity, an important tool for podcasters. Joey Kissimmee was in the house talking. A uh, guy who I, I thought was really great. Digital Dad's Brent Basham was over there. So I mean, there was just, you know, these guys are dropping a lot of knowledge, giving you a lot of advice, but really the thing that was so important and why I encourage you to find local events in your area, meetups, conferences, conventions, amazing networking. And something that we have talked about here on PodUp several, several times, and that was just truly enforced again when I was at this conference for the day was How amazingly nice and awesome and welcoming everybody in the podcast community seems to be. Not only did I really get a ton of knowledge from these folks, but I truly feel like I made new friends walking out of there. All these are fantastic people. And, and, you know, like the first thing that almost everybody says to you when you're at something like this is, How can I help you? It's just incredible. They are all extremely generous and giving, and they all just want to help each other out and help grow the entire industry and I, I truly believe going there I have made a ton of new friendships and relationships that are going to last a long time that are going to be beneficial to Pod up and, and many other uh, you know things that I'm trying to do in podcasting and hopefully all these folks are going to be able to provide resources and knowledge to help you in your podcasting venture so really if you ever get the chance to go to an event that includes other podcasters go for it I promise you, you are not going to regret it. I say that again. You will not regret it. It's worth the time. It's worth the money. And honestly, it was a ton of fun. There's honestly, there's too many good people for me to list your name because we don't have 40 minutes to intro the show before we go into a 20 minute interview. So, but just trust me when I say this, Mid-Atlantic Podcast Convention, if you want to see some of the stuff on there, it was hashtag mapcon, M-A-P-C-O-N, ton of great pictures on there. Uh, in fact, Joe Pardo, the guy who put it on, he's probably going to be posting some videos and uh, you'd have a chance to, to laugh at me if, if you'd like, but you know again just it was just an amazing experience and i really the big takeaway is if you have the chance to go to something like that doesn't matter how big how small if you're looking to meet two other people it is worth your time e- even if i had just met one person at this convention it would have totally been worth it but i met dozens and i can't wait to interact and help And have them talk about their experience here on Pot Up With You. So really, again, if you can, check it out. Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference. The website for that is podcastmidatlantic.com. And as you're going to see, there's a lot of, it's a small world podcasting. Even though there's hundreds of thousands of people who are doing it, everybody knows somebody. Uh, you, you you, know, we talked to Mark Moriarty uh, here on Pot Up, and I was talking to him, and the next thing I know, he actually knows the guy from Clamor, who I just spoke to in an email, and they also know this. Everybody knows everybody, so go out there, check these things out. Be generous. Give what you can, and I promise you, you will get it back in exponential returns absolutely all right enough about that let's get to today's main event another guy who i think you're really going to love who really provides a lot of insight and a lot of value to the listeners today his name is jonathan rivera he's the host of making agents rich and creator of the podcast factory enjoy We are very happy to be welcoming on Jonathan Rivera to the Pod Up podcast. He is, well, he's he's a lot of things. <laughs> he is host of the Making Agents Rich show. That's a podcast talking about real estate and and how those folks can network and attract more clients. He's also creator of the Podcast Factory. Uh, that's where how that's where Making Agents Rich is uh, broadcasted out of. And then you also have the Ben Settle show and the Doberman Dan show on there. He's also someone he's had a, a long career in real estate, a lot of ups and downs, but he now claims to have the four hour work week, which I know many of us are very jealous about. Uh, so you're going to make sure you're going to want to check out the podcast factory and you can follow him on Twitter. He's at podcast factory. And right now we just want to very much welcome Jonathan Rivera to PodUp Podcast. Jonathan, thank you for joining us. Hot up. What's up? man? See, now I know we got a real listener here, not just lip
0: service. (laughs) Good (laughs) stuff, man. I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. And hopefully I can share a nugget or two that'll benefit everyone who's listening.
1: Absolutely. I mean, first, let's I mean, let's start off with, you know, making agents rich show like what what inspired you to want to take your experience and expertise and turn it into audio in the first place?
0: Other than being a ham? Oh, yeah, I mean, that's a good reason. <laughs> that's always a good reason. <laughs> no, I mean, it's been years. I've been, well, I've been in real estate for a pretty long time, over a decade. And I've been doing a lot of online marketing heavy since 08. So it's been a long time. And I've done many different things. I had the, the Real Tech Guy show back in 2008. I did that for about 77 episodes. And then Darren and I, who is... Actually, the, the main attraction on the Making Agents Rich show, we did something called the uh, MAP radio show, which is marketing and productivity radio. We did like 30 episodes of that. And then we weren't making any money, so we had to let that go. And then we came back with the idea for Making Agents Rich, and it was just, let's see if we can do this the right way. What and do you what, think,
1: we, what do you think was different because it sounds like it's similar content. So what do you think was so different about map versus making agents rich that has made this one more successful
0: map? We just did the we just did like most people do when they're getting into podcasts. We just want to podcast and put some good content out there. But when we came into the idea for making agents rich, I told Darren, I said, Look, we've tried this before. And sure, we had fun. But it wasn't very profitable for us. In fact, that MAP radio show probably cost me over three grand that I invested and never got back into it. So I said to him, look, we both have email lists. We both have products, so here's what we're going to do. We we were doing a coaching program, and we were hearing a lot of what our coaching students wanted. And it was uh, basically they wanted listings because the listings were drying up. And so I said, Darren, here's what we're going to do. We're going to make a listing product we're going to go ahead and sell it and if people like it and if enough people buy it we'll have enough money to start the making agents rich show and we did we made good money we had enough to do our first 10 shows and if you look at making agents rich the first like the first 9 shows are all pure content and when we get to show number 10 we started pitching that product that we had built and since then it's just been Profitable, so we started making money before we ever launched a show, and I think that was the major difference.
1: So I guess good advice for folks who are listening, who you know, there's some crazy statistic like 50% of podcasts die out after 10 episodes, you know, yeah. 80% die out after like 30 or 40, something like that. So what what's the key to knowing when you got to let it go? And start anew.
0: (laughs) That is an excellent question. And I think I probably knew that before I actually did it with some of my other projects. But if it's costing you money and it's costing you time, then you're probably doing something wrong.
1: I don't think a lot of podcasters want to hear that. (laughs) But I mean, there's also, you have to take into account though that there's also, you know, you got to spend money and time is money. So you got to spend money and time to make money. So... Was there is there like when you when you decide who you're going to bring over to the podcast factory, you know, what do you look for to determine this is going to be worth our time and investment to, to help these guys?
0: I guess this is going. Oh, man, I don't know if I should put this out there. I'm, I'm troubled with this. But here's something that people probably also don't want to hear. With the work I do over at the Podcast Factory, I've been—I mean, I've done over now over four hundred shows, and you know, it's—it's it's been a long road getting here. A lot of people think that I hang out with podcasters, and they're like, "Hey, you must know a ton of podcasters." And I'm like, "What? Who? <laughs> Why would I know podcasters?" Well, you're at the Podcast Factory, and I'm like, "No, I know business people, and we're just doing something in the podcast format." So, like, the guys that are on the Podcast Factory. The the guys that you mentioned on my network, those are my mentors. Those are people who have helped me in business. Darren helped me with my real estate business. He's a huge reason why I have the four-hour work week in the real estate business. Uh, Doberman Dan helped me with direct response marketing, which helped me get renewals in my real estate business. He's been a great mentor to me. And nobody has helped me out like Ben Settle with his Antipreneur show. Nobody has helped me out like Ben in salesmanship marketing, copywriting. So these guys are my mentors who already have successful businesses and we're adding a podcast to the mix.
1: That's interesting. You, you'd say about it like that, that these guys sort of have given you something. Um, and, you know, now you're sort of returning the favor and, and helping them with this audio stuff. The, the last guy we had on Pod up, this Matthew McSpadden, he talks very heavily when you're getting started about, you know, giving first and, you know, paying it forward. And I feel like that's, That just seems to be a universal theme with all podcasters, even if we don't identify as ones, that you really have to give first to
0: get. These guys, look, these guys gave me more than I could ever repay them. And so helping them develop this platform is one thing. But look, let's let's be honest here. okay? these guys are some of the most brilliant guys I know. And when I saw an opportunity to be able to talk to them all the time and not be like consulting, nothing like that, like I just get to pick up the phone and talk to them, I jumped at that. So it's a little selfish, but it helps them. And not only does it help them, but it helps the thousands of people who download the shows every week. And so I think it's a a win, win, win all around.
1: And you're also, you know, you talk about these are all things that you guys are knowledgeable and passionate about. And you have to be both of those things for any podcast to work.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not like we're doing podcasts on uh, like this is the email marketing podcast because like Ben Settle, he's one of the, the world's top email copywriters, but that's not what we're talking about in the show. We're talking about life. We're talking about business. We're talking about salesmanship, positioning. So we are all passionate about that because we are all entrepreneurs and it's easy for us to rap about it every week.
1: Now, something else I noticed when I was looking over your profile is that you also, uh, you look like you're a member of a group, Central Florida Podcasters. And so you say that you don't really know a lot of podcasters, but you're part of this group. So You know, do you really think about or focus on other local podcasters and interacting with them and networking and things like that?
0: You know what's funny about that? I joined that group because I wanted to go to their meetups. And every time one of their meetups comes up, I'm, I got plans. In fact, uh, I was hanging out with, I don't know if you know Joey Kasimi from Appendipity. I was hanging out with him yesterday. We had lunch. And he's like, hey, man, you you coming? We're going to do the meetup here in Orlando. And it's right near me, 15 minutes away. I got a wedding that night. And I want to go hang out with these people. Uh, <laughs> just every time I try, even those events, like the bigger events... Uh podcast movement and stuff like that, I want to go and meet people, but I had an elite mastermind to go to at the same time that was going on, and so what i 'm trying to do is i 'm trying to work my way in there, but i I just haven 't been able to do it like this this is what i 'm hoping to do next year. I am hoping to meet more podcasters next year i'm hoping that if everything goes according to plan, then I'm just going to buy tickets for all the guys on my network, and we're all going to meet up at Podcast Movement and go make a big impact. That's where I'm really hoping to go with this thing.
1: That would be awesome. And I know you know, uh, other guys who basically they podcast together. Uh, it's the podcast professors. They, they podcast together. They have this whole website uh, enterprise that they're building up, and half of them hadn't even met each other in person until they went to Podcast Movement. Yeah, it's amazing. Somebody said podcasting is the new networking and uh, more and more I'm meeting people who are really proving that adage.
0: Yeah, dude, I have not met. I've never met Ben in person. I've never I've never met Doberman Dan and Doberman Dan only lives like two hours from me. And Darren, I have met only because I've known Darren since probably 2009. I I went to his wedding and and I met him down here when he used to come down and do speaking events. But for the most part, I, I haven't met and I have a, another couple of shows coming on the network. Dan Meredith. He's all the way in the UK. His show is going to be airing next month, I believe. I haven't met any of these guys in person.
1: Nice. You want to give a little plug on what he's going to be doing so folks will know to check it out when it comes up?
0: Yeah, sure. Dan Meredith, is uh, he was known as the fitness copywriter, but he's becoming something bigger than that. And his show, Death, Glory, or Disappointment, is coming up. I'm not sure. I think it's probably going to be the first week of October if everything goes well. But basically, this guy's intense. He's shot out of nowhere, it seems like. And he, he, I mean, he's connected to some of the the highest, most elite level marketers. He's speaking at events. And now I've got him coming over to the podcast factory to share some of his knowledge with the listeners.
1: Very nice. Very nice. And so we'll also make sure when that comes out, you'll send us a link and we'll make sure we promote it here on pod up and uh, let everyone know who does follow the show about that
0: too. Very generous. Thank you.
1: So now as someone who has been in podcasting for a long time, having launched a couple of shows and you know let those go and started some new ones and helping other folks do that, what are some of the things you would love to see improved about the podcasting universe, whether that's technology, the community, the social sharing, uh, you know Google SEO, you know what are some of the things that really you want to see fixed?
0: Can I be candid? Yeah, sure. I want to see this idea of monetizing like hoping and praying crossing your fingers and saying I'm going to monetize my podcast I want to see that fixed because if you wanna have any longevity in the game you need to have a business plan well before you're doing your podcasting or it's gonna be a really hard road you're gonna hit that pod fade that you talked about like 10 shows and you're dead and it's not gonna do you any good so I think one of the big things is I want you guys listening. I want anybody who's hearing my voice right now. I want you to think in terms of business and entrepreneurship more than just being a podcaster.
1: Interesting. And so when, like you said, without, when you start out, you might not have an audience. And so it's tough to monetize. So what, you know, what's a good way to sort of project, you know, how you can monetize your podcast if you don't have an already established email list or network that you know, you'll know you think will really be attracted to your product.
0: So Matt, check this out. I am writing a book on podcast recipes Ooh. and I'm going to share one of my recipes with you. Is that cool with you and the listeners?
1: Sure, sprinkle of salt, a little pepper, <laughs> some SEO, dash right. of uh, power press, and you're good to go, right? <laughs> yeah, that's
0: right, so it's it's ex- exactly like that is the way I'm working it out with the podcast recipes. But uh, I, I don't have the names all worked out on these recipes, but I'll tell you about uh, list jacking. And so, okay, you don't have a list. And and that's cool, it, I mean, Nobody starts out in life with a list. You have to build a list. But if you want to build a list quicker, then you can try list jacking. And I'll tell you how I did this. So with Ben Settle, for instance, so Ben Settle after... uh, See, I started making Agents Rich I had my own list. But now when I went to work with Ben Settle, Ben Settle's in a different niche than me. Ben settles a copywriting guy, and so I didn't have anybody on on that you know in that niche on my list. All I had was real estate agents. So I set it up with Ben where I had all the expertise in podcasting. I could make podcasting really brain dead simple for him so that all he had to do was record and I did everything else. I mean everything else, getting it up, editing it, mastering it, anything that had to do with that stuff is what I was going to help him with. And here's what we did. We started with the show and I said, look, Ben, I want to get some traction on this. So let's go ahead and start promoting this a little bit early. And I'll just put up a landing page and you can just get people to that landing page and opting in and then I'll email them little snippets of the show, little sneak peek and all that stuff. And so since then it's what I do with all my shows and basically I come bring the podcast knowledge, they bring their audience and I start capturing them onto my email list and then I email them as the the well they call me producer Jonathan. So hey, producer Jonathan here. <laughs> and rapping to them about whatever show it is. And so that is one way to build a list when you don't have one using your podcast expertise.
1: Very nice. So everybody listening, you know, take some extra notes and then also let's make sure we're paying attention to Jonathan Rivera so that when his book comes out, you are one of the first people to grab it so you can get that and many, many other useful tips that you're going to want down the road. So you also said, interestingly enough that you don't really know a lot of podcasters and I, 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 I'll be honest, I don't either. Like i'm I'm meeting more and more as the days go on through Facebook groups and through the people I talk to on the show and things like that. But, um, are you a big consumer of podcasts? Because I find that I work so much with headphones on listening and editing podcasts, my own and some clients that, I barely have time to find new ones to just enjoy on my own. So do you have that problem or do you have a a good staple of ones that you listen to regularly?
0: So I do listen to some shows semi-regularly and I used to listen to a lot more shows but I find nowadays, because I, I don't do like I don't actually handle the production mixing and mastering. I have a team for that. Mm-hmm. So the podcasts that I listen to most often <laughs> are the ones on my network. Are me listening to Dan or listening to Ben or, or Darren. I love to listen to my guys. Um, it's it's crazy. But that's why I have them on the network. But then there's other stuff like no agenda show which to me is so fun and I look more for like entertainment and storytelling so serial Mm -hmm. I listen to that whole series whenever I'm in the car I try to listen to No Agenda and every once in a while like the guy that I'm trying to model myself after I don't know if you know him Leo Laporte and the Twit Network but that's kind of where I see myself going in the future with just a stable of talent and a bunch of shows and and kinda building a radio network online awesome
1: yeah I think that's that seems to be the model that is very attractive is is to sort of create a radio station but instead of a tower you have a website and you just keep all your content and staple of talent in one location and you know they have a they have a destination to go to to find good content
0: right right bring everybody back to the mothership that's right (laughs) (laughs) and
1: so but you're also you are selective about who you'd be willing to bring onto the podcast factory
0: these guys are my mentors. Like anybody that you see there, I told you about it earlier, are people who have mentored me, who have helped me make money, who have helped me improve my life, improve my business. And I, I mean, I'm up to this point, it has just been me reaching out to my mentors and working with them in, in this podcast executive producer capacity. I have one show that's coming up probably mid-October Mastery 360 with Dr. Ed Hanada, who he's one of my students. I have mentored him and I'm bringing him on because I just love the idea when he pitched it to me. So I see like my future is changing. I thought it was only going to be my mentors, but now I'm getting pitched ideas. So now I have choices and options and I can put something out there for eight weeks, see how it does pilot season. And if it works well, then maybe I'll pick it up.
1: How do you feel about the idea of podcasts as seasons you know like serial i understand it's a story it has a, a you know a definitive beginning middle and end a lot of podcasters though they put stuff out on a weekly do you do you sort of you know what do you think about the the season model for folks who are really just doing regular weekly content
0: it's really exciting to me and i don't know if you've met Jason Zook. Uh, invisible office hours as a show. He does 12-week seasons. Last season, he made 40 G's on a 12-week season. There's some podcasters that podcast five days a week for a year and don't make that kind of money. So the idea to me of seasons is really, really exciting, and I'm trying to figure out how I can start using some of that because I have my own formula in place, but I'm open to new formats like a season. Interesting.
1: All right. Uh, any other thoughts about podcasting and the industry, and other things that you'd really like to see changed out there to to make it a little bit better, to you know, attract more listeners?
0: I think it's already happening. I think people like John Lee Dumas making it very popular to be podcasting and making money and. Uh, guys like you talking about the industry and just putting like a magnifying glass on it. I think it's happening. I think we're in a renaissance right now. And I'm just excited to see what new people come up with, what new ideas people come up with, how they're doing things differently than we are. But I'm just I'm having fun right now.
1: And fun. I, I think that is fun is the key word. If you're not having fun doing this, then well hopefully you're making money too but if you're not having fun <laughs> at making money then maybe you got to try something different well we've been speaking with producer Jonathan just yeah. kidding, at Jonathan Rivera he is the creator of the podcast factory he is the host of the making agents rich show and that's on the podcastfactory.com you can also find the ben settle show the doberman dance show and it sounds like a couple of other great products that are going to be joining the lineup in the next uh, month or so and uh, you want to check him out on Twitter. He's at Podcast Factory. And we really just want to thank Jonathan for uh, joining us today. Jonathan, thank you so much.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: See what I'm saying? Just a- another guest just dropping a ton of great wisdom here on Pod Up Podcast. All of the folks who have been on the show are just so giving of their time and their knowledge, and they're they're not doing it for themselves. Yeah, I mean, everybody in podcasting wants to promote themselves, but, you know, notice that they're really just genuinely, when I talk to these folks in email, I, I, you know, ask them if they want to come on. The thing is, what can I help your listeners with? What can I provide your listeners? What value can I offer and I think everyone so far has really provided a ton here on pot up. And I just hope more folks show up like Jonathan Rivera in particular with Jonathan. I really liked what he had to say about the, you know, shows on a network and, you know, maybe not doing a show every single week, but really focusing on doing a season um, and, and just, you know, talking about not just having folks who know something and regurgitate it into a podcast, but really folks who have a conversation about their expertise and I think what he does and a lot of the shows on his network do is provide more of that. It, it's sort of like an inner look into a conversation that you just normally wouldn't have access to. And to me, I think that's one of the best kinds of podcasts out there, and they provide the most benefit to the listener. And, and again, I just I love how small the podcasting world is. So I talked to Jonathan last Thursday. I don't have time to go back and re-listen to the interview. he He drops a couple of names in there, which i'm I'm hearing and I'm listening, but, you know, I just it didn't quite process all the names in there. So I talked to Jonathan on Thursday and then Saturday I go to MapCon and I go and I meet Joey Kissimmee of Appendipity. And I just meet him. you know, I just walk up to him and say, hey, how are you doing? Appendipity, I recognize your company. You know, I know you're doing great things. And By the way, Joey's super nice guy. Really cool. Uh, love what he is trying to do for podcasters. You know, check out his work. Uh, you know, just uh, great tools for podcasters, but so then I'm back home after the convention, I'm editing Jonathan Rivera so that I can, la- uh, you know, I could post it, and all of a sudden he goes, Yeah, and you know, there's this guy uh, in Florida, uh, Appendipity, Joey Kissinger. It's like, I just met Joey, and but I was so mad that I wasn't able to make the connection at MapCon, the the convention that I was at, that I had spoken to Jonathan when I saw Joey, and it ah, uh, but again that's a great thing about this thing is it's just a small world. So, and, and I think that's one of the reasons why everybody's just so nice. Cause everybody knows each other and, and really everybody's out there to help each other. So uh, speaking of Joey, hopefully we will get him on pod Up podcast to talk about Appendipity and all the great tools that he has available for podcasters. But again, back to Jonathan. Make sure you check out his work. He's The Making Agents Rich Show. He's got a couple of other amazing shows on The Podcast Factory, which you can find at thepodcastfactory.com. So hopefully we'll be hearing from uh, the guys on his network, Goberman Dan and Ben Settle. So check out his episode, their episodes there, uh, so you'll be all caught up when we have him on. And don't forget to follow Jonathan on Twitter at Podcast Factory. Great guy. And of course, when his book comes out and he starts uh, listing some more recipes, we'll drop, you know, we'll make sure we share a link with you and hopefully we'll get him back on to talk about it. As always, as a quick reminder before we sign off here, please, please, please go and check out the daily podcast that I am a part of. It's The Hillary Barsky Show. You can find it at thehillarybarskyshow.com. H I L A R I E B A R S K Y, The Hillary Barsky Show. And thank you, as always, for tuning in to the Pot Up Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher. Check us out on SoundCloud. And if you are getting into podcasting or you've recently launched a podcast or you provide any type of service to help the podcasting community and you want to share that information, that knowledge, and whatever you have to offer, I'd love to have you here. On the show. So contact me through these properties that I just mentioned or go to my website, mpassyproductions.com. Again, that's M as a Matthew, P as a Peter, A S S Y Productions.com. As always, once again, thank you for listening and pot up, everybody.